What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast. Happy Thursday, August 16th. This is CBSSports.com's daily NFL podcast. The only... I did weird things on the the, uh, the old spectrometer for the audio. It's the only daily NFL podcast on the entire internet. There are some shows that talk about fantasy every day, and that's fine. They're trying to pigeonhole a bunch of fantasy information. We are the only daily NFL show. We talk gambling, fantasy, general football news, general football talk. It's uh it's a relaxed, comfortable, comfortable atmosphere. We want you to we want you to be. Like you're hanging out at my house. And by the way, I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. I want you to pretend like you're hanging out at my house and we're talking football. That's the goal of this podcast. Hope you enjoy it. Joining us today, a good friend of mine, Adam Gold of 99.9, the fan in Raleigh, a colleague of mine for, gosh, God, a long time now, uh, who has become a very good friend of mine. We play golf together, hang out. I spent four hours doing radio with him on Wednesday uh, in the offices, uh, in the studios of 999, home and home situation, Duke basketball, Alabama football. Um, you know, I, I go there. <laughs> we played two games, but, uh, Alec Campbell, his producer was kind enough to record us talking about Jalen Ram. We decided to critique Jalen Ramsey's critiques. So we're going meta. We're taking, we're breaking down Jalen Ramsey's takes on quarterbacks and then we're, we're putting out takes on his takes, takes on takes on takes. Um, you should follow Adam at a gold 99 or at a gold fan, excuse me, and uh, listen to him on 999 the fan. We'll get to that interview in a second. Let's uh, do some house cleaning. First of all, I've heard rumors, pray tell, of so I, I was actually listening to another podcast that asked its listeners to unsubscribe and resubscribe. And that seems like a weird thing to do, right? Like you should totally unsubscribe from this podcast. It will, I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to go to any extra links if you don't want to, but if you want to, if you want to hit unsubscribe, then hit resubscribe. It will bump us up the rankings. Apparently it's cheating the rankings. I'm, I'm not okay with cheating the rankings, but I'm, I'm okay. If you want, if you guys want to press a button twice and, and have it help out everybody. Um, also we need, uh, just anybody could write a review. Cause the, the, the newest one, I read them. I mean, I'm sensitive. I'm a human being. I have feelings. And the, the latest one is from Nate182545, who seems like a delightful guy at parties. He, he writes like 2000 words and complains about how he hates the podcast, doesn't like the podcast. And then he says, otherwise the analysis is good and the interviews are pretty interesting. What are you doing here, Nate? You like the podcast. You didn't deal with a minute of, 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 of Modelo talk, pal. Settle down. Um, I don't, I mean, look, you can leave whatever review you want. I'm not going to shame you into it, but golly, guys, don't, don't log on and leave negative reviews. Go, go talk to, talk to your, talk to your family members. Go hang out with your family if you want to be negative. Like, go somewhere else. We don't want it here. It's a family atmosphere. We're trying to have a good time with people. Um, speaking of trying new things, I don't know why I wrote this in the notes. Uh, Little Feet is a great band that I love. You should check out Little Feet. I, I never listened to Little Feet until I was, in my thirties for some reason, but they, they're squarely in the demographic of, of, of things I like or squarely in my, the, you know, the, the, the concentric circles, the things I would listen to. And I never really got into little feet. So if you haven't listened to them, uh, waiting on Columbus is their live album. It's, it's very good. Uh, fantasy football update. There is no update. No, I'm just kidding. There is. Um, I have the leagues ready and set up. There's going to be a bunch of them. I have them comped. We're good to go. There might be, prizes i don't know that's tbd 
but it's going to be a fun time. Probably going to be a slow draft starting on Monday. If I don't get an email to you by the end of this week, I promise I will get it out this weekend. I'm working all these preseason games. Um, so just be patient with me on that, but it's coming. Worst case is we have two plus weeks to do a slow draft. It'll accommodate everybody. It'll be a fun time and we'll ha- look winner, winner, winner take all. I am personally going to pony up for a trophy for the winner of this league and I will get it engraved with your name. Hopefully it's my name. It probably won't be the podcast pick'em league. Join us in gambling for free. It doesn't, don't cost nothing as they say in, uh, animal house. Uncle Humor. Pick6pod.football.cbssports.com. Go there. You can sign up for free. Anybody can enter. T-shirts. The weekly winners get T-shirts and a free fantasy commissioner league for the annual winner. To the news. Jalen Ramsey said a lot of stuff, man. Uh, Gold and I will get to that. It's, this is, this is the news of the day. I mean, it, unbelievable timing by GQ to drop this bomb on a Wednesday. Before preseason games, but yeah, just good timing because that's all anybody talked about today. Um, Tyreek Hill of the Kansas City Chiefs said that he and Sammy Watkins, newly acquired through free agency, are LeBron James and Dwayne Wade. I can't imagine a, a worse analogy. Not only is neither of those guys the most productive NBA or NFL player in the last 20 years, neither one of those guys is the best player at their position. Neither one of those guys is a true wide receiver one. I mean, Sammy Watkins can be, but I think Tyreek Hill is saying like, I'm LeBron and he's Dwayne, right? I mean, like it's, I don't know. It's a very weird thing. I, it makes no sense. I respected the analogy. Um, it makes me, that, I don't like that. I don't, I don't, I, I have the chiefs over chiefs winning the division. I don't like that talk. Not a big fan. Um, Rashad, Rashad, not a big fan of Rashad Benny, had surgery on his finger and missed three to four weeks. It feels like, I understand why people are all over the Seahawks under at this point. It feels like this is going to be a bad season for the Seahawks. Rashad Penny spent the entire preseason game basically being greeted by club bouncers in, in white uniforms from the Colts whenever he tried to leave the, leave the pocket and, uh, we're trying to like rush to the, rush to the line. It was a bad scene. I would be surprised if he's effective this year. I don't think you can take him number two overall in, in, in your rookie draft. I think you have to go with Royce Freeman at this point. If, if you're drafting for just this year, um, I, I took Penny third behind Darius Geis and Saquon Barkley, and it's a disaster. I'll get you tickets. Drew Stanton could be the number two quarterback over Baker Mayfield. Man, the Browns are really overworking this. We don't want Baker to be ready angle. Baker's fine. Just let Tyrod or Turad, be, uh, do his thing. Check out Kyle Brandt on Good Morning Football, uh, doing a full deep dive of Turad and Tyrod Taylor. By the way, it's, it's, it's very interesting stuff. Um, Thursday games are coming up tonight, which means that you, my dear friend, can gamble and play daily fantasy. I can't promise I'm going to play DFS on Thursday night. I, I just don't know if I can get into a DraftKings situation with three preseason games, but if you want to, and that's perfectly fine if you do, I won't judge you. If you want to, sportsline.com and Mike McClure, who's won over $2 million playing friggin' da- daily fantasy football. Good for you, Mike. Glad you're a millionaire. Come down to my house and do it with my kid and my wife. Love you, guys. 
Um, Mike has optimal lineups for both DraftKings and FanDuel, and the fine folks at Sportsline have shared them with us. I'm going to give them to you right now for free. You have to be a member of Sportsline, and you can actually join right now. If you go to Sportsline.com, sign up, and use promo code WILL, as in Will Brinson, W-I-L-L. Do that. You will get the first month for $1. You will get uh, charged the regular rate, which is like $9.99 per month uh, for each subsequent month. So you get 30 days for free. You can test it out now. That, that gets you through the preseason. That gets you through the preseason into the regular season. You can probably, if, you're, if you want to be smart about it, hold on to that code for a little while and use it later. But you can use promo code WILL to get the first month for a dollar. And then it's a dollar. 30 days for free. You get great gambling advice here. Mike McClure's daily lineup for DraftKings and FanDuel in, uh, involves the first three guys are the same. In fact, uh, the first four. Okay, these are close enough where we're just going to give them out to you as the same. Um, Deshaun Kaiser at quarterback. Green Bay Packers at backup, of course. Failed badly with the Browns, but played well for the Packers. They're still trying to test him out here. At running back, Samaje Pirine for the Washington Redskins, who's now probably the guy, along with fit Rob Kelly for the Washington Redskins. Stephen uh, Ridley, <laughs> there you go. Why wouldn't you want to start Stephen Ridley? And uh, six words for two wide receivers, Marquez Valdez-Scantling and Equanimonious St. Brown, best name in the draft. Damon Patterson, Dallas Goddard, the, the Eagles rookie at tight end, Charles Johnson at flex, and then the Patriots at defense. That's your daily fantasy lineup. Go forth and win your daily fantasy leagues. Um, as far as Sportsline also, by the way, has uh, preseason picks. Should you need them, you are welcome to help yourself to those. Just use promo code WILL and get the first month for a dollar. I am going to give you a lock. Because I, I brought a lock. I brought, my lock was the Vikings last week. So I got to give you one more. And, and by the way, I'm aware this podcast is a little little bit longer than it, it could probably could have been. That's fine. I'm going to give you one lock for the NFL preseason this week. I'm going to look at the lines right now and tell you who to bet on. Ah, this is easy. You should bet on the New York Jets. It's a no-brainer. The Jets are at Washington. It's been a battle between the two teams. They're going to be fighting the whole time. The Jets are going to compete, compete, compete. And most importantly, the Jets, as Jason Lock and Fora pointed out yesterday, have the three three of the top forty quarterbacks. So they're going to be playing with good quarterbacks the whole time. They should be scoring, and they're dogs by one in this game. I think the over might be a little low at thirty eight. I might take that. Maybe maybe let's parlay the over and the Jets plus one over thirty eight. Jets plus one. Parlay it, and uh, you can thank me later. That's the winner for Thursday night's. Um, Preseason action. If you don't, if you don't want to parlay, don't want to risk that, just take the Jets. I also like the over. I think 38's a little bit low there. I could see those teams putting up 40 plus points. Redskins gave up some points to the, uh, to the New England Patriots. So Jets and the over. Let's go. Let's go talk to Adam Gold of 99.9, the fan. All right, Adam. Thank you for joining the podcast. Oh man, I'm so pumped. You You're a no listener idea. of the podcast. I am. I've never rated it though. Yes, I but know. if I did, I would give it. How many stars can I give it? Well, five. I five would give it all. I would give it all five stars all the time. You now have it. to go into your iPhone app, rate the podcast five stars, and review it, and be like, the last guest you had on was the best guest you've had yet. You should do more. You should have him on more often. <laughs> um, oh, that can, would be perfect. You can follow Adam at a gold fan on Twitter. You can listen to him every day from three o'clock to seven o'clock. The Adam and Joe Show. 
If you're not in the Raleigh area, if you're in the Raleigh area and you're not listening at 3 to 7, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Especially you're, as often as you're on. I know, right? Every Monday. That's every, right. I'll be here every Monday throughout the season from 3.30 to 4.15 or thereabouts. Oh, is that we're going back to that? Yeah, we can. Hey, times change. Yes. Well, well I, I'll just bring Robbie in studio what, at 3.30. That's fine. That's He's easier great. for me. He's don't have to great. wait for my wife to get home and sprint out of the house. I'll be back home by 5 o'clock. Perfect. Um, and... If you're not in the Raleigh area, you can uh, listen on WRALsportsfan.com or the WRAL Sports Fan app. All of it is good. So we're going to break down Jalen Ramsey's – we're going to critique Jalen Ramsey's critique of quarterbacks. Um, as I mentioned earlier, the GQ article, you can read it at GQ.com. The URL is Jalen Ramsey-trash-talk-nfl-interviews. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's not incorrect. And then Jalen Ramsey has something to say about literally everyone. Except Alex Smith. Isn't that interesting? I, I know. It's, that's what, see, the unsaid is the most insulting part. That's right. Like he went through every, he didn't mention any rookie, well, he did mention some rookie quarterbacks. At least we'll get, one, yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, he didn't mention, he didn't, he mentioned like almost every veteran quarterback and he was going through his phone looking at him and he just didn't even think to go to Alex Smith, <laughs> which is more insulting than who is Alex Smith, really. Right. Just, I'm not going to go there. Um, we're going to critique his critiques though. Okay. So let's start with where he starts and where the GQ article, and the GQ article, by the way, is by uh, Clay Skipper. I don't know, but he did a great job getting Jalen Ramsey to open up here. Not like it's hard to do, apparently. No. Um, and, uh, he, he's, he says that the NFL draft, quote, was a little off. And that's sort of the launching off point. He thinks Lamar Jackson should have gone earlier in the draft. Maybe not wrong. I agree with it. And he says Lamar should have been the second quarterback, uh, instead of chosen in the first round. I think those of us who live in ACC country tend to agree. Because Lamar Jackson was an explosive athlete, not somebody I don't think that you want to plug in day one and start, although he could in the right system. Right. But somebody who can be successful at the NFL level because he's just skilled. I, I, I think that Lamar Jackson will be a good NFL quarterback. You are a Jets fan. I am a Jets fan. You would not have taken Lamar Jackson over well, Sam Darnold. Well, right? the thing is, I was not a Sam Darnold fan mm. until... Uh, I've now seen him play, and I have now seen what people are saying about him. Now you're a Sam Darnold uh, fan. I mean, I don't know yet. I have I've only seen him play one preseason game against you know guys who will not be playing in the NFL. So True. the the jury is still out on Sam Darnold. My guess is that he will start against the Redskins, or at least play significant minutes against better players. Uh, so we'll see if he does that. Uh, but I'm I'm not. I was not all in on any. Of the quarterbacks mm. in the draft, uh, because I think automatically quarterbacks go into the draft and they are incredibly overrated right off the bat. Sure. Because there is a desperation. You know how I feel about this. There's a desperation, such a desperation to find quarterbacks that teams will reach even high in the draft for quarterbacks that they shouldn't at the expense of building a better team and then plugging the right guy in when you're ready to win. I think that. Every t- every team that reaches for a quarterback ultimately sets themselves back because it, reaching for a quarterback is a roll of the dice. Getting a quarterback who you think is great is a roll of the dice anyway. So, but 2011 is a perfect example of this. And I love to go back to it. But 2011, number eight overall, Jake Locker. Number nine, Tyron Smith. Mm-hmm. Number ten, Blaine Gabbert. Number eleven, J.J. Watt. Yeah, it's dumb. Right. 
Now, this class, I think, was a little bit different because people went into the year expecting them to all be mm-hmm. pretty good or at least all be kind of interesting. Um, Darnold, to me, at three is a no-brainer if you're the Jets because you're looking for a franchise quarterback. You trade up. The guy falls in your lap. You were willing to take Baker Mayfield. The Browns did that for you. I like Baker as well. So I'm fine with both of those two guys, yeah. but, but I, I don't, I don't disagree with you. And I think oftentimes in the process leading up to the draft, we all sort of black out, mm-hmm. forget about what we saw over the course of nine months. And then remember what we saw over the course of one month. So instead <laughs> of remembering what we saw Josh Allen do at Wyoming, we right. think about what we saw Josh Allen do. In the draft process. Oh my God. Did yeah. you see him throw a football 90 I yards? He was trash at Wyoming. <laughs> Wait, no, that's Jalen Ramsey. Right, right. So that brings us to our next <laughs> Jalen Ramsey point. Here's his Josh Allen quote. I think Buffalo Bills draft pick Josh Allen is trash. He said Allen, obviously. I think Allen is trash. I don't care what nobody say. He's trash and it's going to show too. That's a stupid draft pick to me. We played in this year and I'm excited as hell. I hope he's their starting quarterback. He played at Wyoming. Every time they played a big school, like they played Iowa State, which is not a big school in my opinion because I went to Florida State, and he threw five interceptions. I love the random shade of Iowa State in there. And they lost by a couple touchdowns or something like that. He never beat a big school. If you look at his games against big schools, it was always hella interceptions, hella turnovers. It's like, yo, if you're this good, why couldn't you do better? He fits that mold. He's a big, tall quarterback, big arm supposedly. I don't see it personally. My God! They're just like, like, but find the lie. <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing. Right. I think Jalen Ramsey is a whole lot more right than he's wrong <laughs> about the things he said. Um, so I don't know if J- Josh Allen's going to be a success in the NFL. I really don't. I would say that Buffalo's track record, I know it's a new administration there, uh, but their track record at reaching for quarterbacks is right. not good. It's, I'm just JP Lossman, Lossman EJ yeah. Manuel, sure. not good. Right. And, and, and Manuel was taking the first round. I was like, why are they taking Manuel in the first round? And even people who watched a lot of Manuel were like, what are they doing? He, EJ Manuel's mom was like, what are you doing? EJ Manuel was a great human being. Sure. But, but probably still is. Probably, and, yeah, probably right. still no, is. But because right. I've, I've, I've met him, sat with him, talked with him, uh, but not that good a quarterback. Right. Certainly not a first round quarterback for the NFL. Um, Although he's the backup in Oakland now. And we had, so we are recording this on Wednesday, August the 15th. We yes. had on Monday, when I, I filled in on Monday as well, um, with, for Joe Ovius, who's on yes. assignment, we had Steve Logan on. Right. And Steve Logan pointed out, and he watched, this Coach Logan, former offensive coordinator of the 49ers, um, longtime NFL coach, or college coach and, and NFL coordinator. He pointed out, he thinks you, you can't teach accuracy. Right. And that's Josh Allen's problem. And ultimately it will be his downfall. And Buffalo doesn't have the personnel to throw Josh Allen out there. So I'm kind of with Jalen Ramsey on here. I don't know if trash feels mean, but that's... Well, it it is mean. It is mean, right. Uh, Jalen Ramsey did not bring a filter no. to this interview. Does not own a filter, right, apparently. Which is fine. Yeah. I like Jalen Ramsey. Um, who are the quarterbacks, in your opinion, who don't suck? Aaron Rodgers does not. Tom Brady doesn't. I think we all agree there. I 100% agree. Yeah. Maybe, they don't suck. Maybe a little bit. Could have been a little bit more effusive in his praise other than... Tom Brady doesn't suck, but whatever. Well, I think he was at the question was who doesn't suck. He went, well, Aaron Rodgers doesn't Tom suck. Brady. Fair, so, fair. so yeah. Um, and then he said, I got to think now about all the teams. He says, I think Marcus Mariota is a great quarterback for their team. I think Tyrod Taylor is actually a better quarterback than he gets credit for. True or false? Uh, agree, agree in both cases. I don't, I don't know. Great with Marcus Mariota. I think we need to see great. Right. I think we think that he will be at some point. Uh, but I, we, we haven't seen great yet with Mariota. Uh, he also needs to stay healthy. That's a big deal sure. for him. Uh, so, uh, I think it's fair I don't to think say both wrong. of those guys are underrated. 
Yes. Like, Mariota needs to have a nice year to prove that he's underrated, mm-hmm. but based on what people think about them and, you know, where they stand in the hierarchy from last year. I yeah. don't know who Tyrod Taylor is, but Tyrod. Kyle Brandt, I was <laughs> tweeting about this. Did you see that segment? I tweeted it. Kyle, Kyle Brandt on Good Morning Football actually did a deep dive into Tyrod, into the whole thing. Like, he pulled clips from 2011 with Rich Eisen calling him Tyrod. He went back and watched the, um, ACC title game in 2010. Right. Where Sean McDonough called him, uh, Tyrod the entire right. game. And it's like, no, there's no consensus on what his name is. His well, mother. Apparently he said it was Tyrod. Right? No, no, no. His mom says it's Tyrod. He's like, oh. I don't really know. <laughs> he's like, people, he's like, people have been calling me Tyrod for seven years or whatever, man. It's At cool. Some, some and then he's like, my matter. mom calls me by my middle name, but you guys can't do that. It's like, <laughs> what is happening here? Um, I think it's just a, it's a vocal inflection. Is, is, is I like it. I like him as a player. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know yet. Just cause when they beat us, his height picked up. They were like, he beat the number one defense. It was all schemes. He didn't beat us. It wasn't like he diced us up. It was literally all schemes. They were doing flat routes to the wide open fullback and he's running for 20 yards. Yada, yada, yada. So he didn't really dice us up. I guess you could say he's good. Well, he's never lost. Never thrown an interception in the NFL. Right. So I, I don't know how we can judge Jimmy Garoppolo at this point, but he has never lost a game or never thrown an interception. So, I think he's the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. I, I get what he's saying. Like, I'm sure that Kyle Shanahan, and I think it was an interesting Kyle Shanahan theme here, but, right. um, like, it, it, just because he threw guys open in a scheme, it's like, guys are running wide open 20 yards down the field. It's like, play better defense. Yeah. Like, like, you're getting beat by the scheme. Right. He brings up an interesting point, though, regarding Kyle Shanahan, because I know it pertains back to Matt Ryan. Sure. And he? right, and uh, who he thinks is wildly overrated. Well, let's just go and bring in Matt Ryan into this okay. instead of going in order. He he asked about Matt Ryan, and he said, "I think Matt Ryan's a oh, no, no." He said first, "This is the best part." He said, "What's the Atlanta quarterback's name?" Yes, I saw. That. You know who is? You were a rookie when he won MVP, man. You know what his <laughs> name is. You won Defensive Rookie of the Year. He won MVP. You wrote the awards show together. You know his name. Stop it. <laughs> And is it Matt Ryan? I think Matt Ryan's overrated. You can't tell me you won MVP two years ago and then last year you're a complete bust and you still got Julio Jones. And he said, that tells me Kyle Shanahan left, went to San Francisco, got Garoppolo, made Garoppolo this big thing. Is he onto something? Is, is this all Kyle Shanahan's maneuvering that makes these guys great? Uh, it could be. I, just like Sean McVay was in Washington sure. with Kirk Cousins. Coaching and, matters. Right. And then went to, uh, LA and turned Jared Goff into something in L.A. Now, Goff may have been that anyway, and he was simply held back by Jeff Fisher, which we assume all quarterbacks are held back right, by correct. Jeff Fisher. Uh, but Vince Keenum, Nick Foles, <laughs> all of Goff. I mean, Vince, Vince Young. Young. Vince Young right, was right. nothing. Terry Collins. Right. So, uh, so I do think there is something to that. But again, small sample size. We have to see down the road what happens with Garoppolo in San Francisco. But I think there is some truth to Kyle Shanahan in Atlanta, all of a sudden, Atlanta's got this great offense. But it, you you, re- you reference Steve Logan. Logan coached Matt Ryan in college. In Boston College. So he's, he's his guy. Ryan's an accurate thrower. He's not an elite athlete, doesn't have an elite arm. Uh, so scheme matters with guys like that. So sure. the coaching, the coaching can make you better. I, I don't think Ryan, Ryan is overrated if you look at him as, and you try to put him in the categories of the Brady's and the Rodgers and those guys. Um, but I think he is a top 10 quarterback in the league. Uh, I, personally, I think he's better than Eli Manning. Yes, um, much, he's much better. Uh, and I think he is maybe not have the same arm as Phillip Rivers, but I put him at the same level 
as a Philip Rivers. So I don't know about overrated. It depends on how you rated him. I think he's properly rated. There's actually an interesting influx of guys in this in this Kyle Shanahan category that include Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, Matt Ryan, and Jimmy Garoppolo. In terms of guys who have been touched by, or not touched, that's a bad word, yes. coached by, <laughs> touched by the hand of Kyle. Um, coached uh, by Kyle Shanahan or one of his direct guys like Sean McVay, right? Right. And I think you can look at those guys like Ryan, a, a Cousins, a Garoppolo, um, and say they're, they're, or golf. They're good point guards. Mm-hmm. That's what they are. They're excellent at distributing and they make really smart decisions. So when Kyle Shanahan schemes open guys, mm-hmm. it's not like they're making free throws here. No, I mean, no. they're still making good reads and smart decisions and putting the ball in the right place. Um, I think that that's what keeps them from being on the Brady Rogers breeze level. Yeah. Th- those guys can be. They'd be great in any system. Right, right, exactly. But I think Matt Ryan can overcome system, but it needs to happen because he's done it with several guys. He did it with Mike Malarkey. Needs to ha- needs to happen this year, though. He needs to have a good year. Well, he pr- probably means certainly just got a big contract, so he yeah. de- definitely Highest paid quarterback in the league. Right, he yeah. definitely needs to have a good year. Um, but I I think Ryan has been with I don't even know how many offensive coordinators, and it's he's like- been. Four or five. Yeah, he's been a good quarterback for a long time. Was there a drop off after Kyle Shanahan? Yes, but uh, maybe uh, maybe that'll uh, trend back in the other direction now that he's more comfortable in the situation he's run. It's Mike Malarkey, Dirk Cutter, Kyle Shanahan, and Steve Sarkeesian are his four. Yeah, I, I'm not a Steve Sarkeesian guy, so we'll see. That may end if, up if being they, a, if they improve uh, in the red thing. zone, they'll be fine this year. If they improve in the red zone, they'll be great. I like the fact that they have a good running game, so. Yeah, I'm old good, school. I'm an old school guy. I like to run. I like running, running the two football. Two good running backs and a good offensive line. Yeah. All right, Deshaun Watson and Carson Wentz. Um, they're, Deshaun Watson, he'll be the league MVP in a couple years, 100%. There's not even a debate about that. Him and Carson Wentz, for every year starting now until five to ten years, it's going to be them two. They're that good. I have, I mean, okay. Sure. I don't, I don't disagree with that. I, I, I think Maybe we 90, have, 95% would be like, <laughs> I think we need to learn more about Deshaun Watson. We only saw him for a half a year. Uh, Wentz was, uh, was limited his first year's phenomenal athlete, by the way, but limited his first year in the way they were using him. Uh, but they expanded that last year and he earned the MVP. He became a much better player. If if he had played the 16 games, I think he would have won MVP because people are tired of giving him the MVP. Oh, he wasn't the MVP? Oh, Tom Brady Brady was. Wentz was the best player. Should have been. Wentz was. But it he got hurt. Brady's putting up the stats, but it's like, ooh, look at this shiny yeah. new toy. Let's go. You know, people are going to vote for Wentz over Brady because, you know, he's not, Tom Brady's got MVPs. Mm-hmm. Anytime there's somebody new they can give it to, they, they would have given it to him. So Wentz would have been the guy. Um, Jared Goff drafted in the same draft class as Carson Wentz. Jared Goff won two. He, that's right. Uh, Jared Goff, he's average to above average. He reminds me of Jimmy Garoppolo a little bit. See, he doesn't like these Kyle Shanahan guys. I, but Year one, he wasn't good. I'm not sure that that's wrong, right? Well, I mean, we have, we have to see more of God. Sure. Ramsey might be right. You know what's interesting about this before we, you know, go on and uh, knock out the rest of the list is that no, the quarterbacks he trashed. We, our only, our only, uh, okay, that's fine. our only issue is the clock when your radio show starts. <laughs> we <laughs> we're fine. No, we're fine. We're fine on time. The, we're talk for four more hours after this. The, uh, the, the, the interesting thing about it is that NFL, uh, PR did, uh, a study. On the quarterbacks, Ramsey versus the quarterbacks. Yeah, they did. And he kind of owned the quarterbacks that he trashed. <laughs> what a surprise. And the quarterbacks that were effective, you know, that he likes were relatively effective against him, not across the board. 
but for the most part, uh, you know, in terms of his experience playing against them, he was right. So. I well, which brings us to no. I mean, like you're right, Jared Goff, average to above average. He had a one eleven point five quarterback rating and no touchdowns, no interceptions against Jalen Ramsey. Um, Dak Prescott, this is this is dismissive. This is we'll some Eli and Dak Prescott together because they're both in the same um, division and. Because the way that he trashed them in a subtle, <laughs> backhanded way. Right. Uh, Dak Prescott, he's good. He's all right. He's okay. I'll put it that way. That, that, that's not nice. Uh, Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott runs that team, though. Everything runs around Zeke. And with Eli, he said, I can find, oh, there's he's, Eli. Um, Eli Manning, it's not really Eli. I think it's Odell. I won't say Eli's good. I'll say Odell's good and their connection is good. I, I, I kind of agree with, uh, him on both parts there. Eli did win two Super Bowls with Odell, so there's. I can't believe I'm making without, the without Odell, right? Yeah, right no, I'm right. being sarcastic, um, right? Yeah. But look, Eli Manning to me, yes, there's no question that the Giants won two Super Bowls. Eli Manning played well in both of those Super Bowls, and in fact, in both of those playoff runs, played well. Other than that, I'd rather have. I mean, to me, he's the third best quarterback from that class. That was a pretty great class. It's a great class, with, and he's easily the third best. Philip Rivers and yeah. Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, but with that said, uh, if, um, David Tyree doesn't make the catch against his helmet, Mario Manningham doesn't make an amazing catch down the sideline, the Giants lose both of those Super Bowls. Sure. So not to eliminate Manning's part in both of those plays on the, uh, on the Tyree catch, the fact that he didn't Scrambled go down and get sacked. Out of it. Right. I mean, Great job. He took a big hit and didn't go down. He gets full, full credit for that. Uh, but other than that, I think Manning's just been a good quarterback in his career, not a great quarterback when they debated, well, Eli's got two Super Bowls and Peyton's only got one, blah, blah, blah. Stop. I'm like, you people are out of your minds. Yes. Uh, the Dak Prescott thing, I do think it's Ezekiel Elliott's team and Dak is good to a point. Dak will we'll be, find out more. Dak forward. will be great in 2018 if Zeke runs like he did in 2016. Sure. But we all should be good. Right. Like, Eli will be good. If, if Saquon Barkley runs for 1,800 yards or something, I mean. Get the ice off his hamstring. Yes. Eventually. This, this, by the way, this running back, shorty running back class, not to totally devolve off the subject, but there's some red flags. So this was supposed to be historically good, mm-hmm. following on the heels of an incredible 2017 rookie running back class. Saquon's banged up with a hamstring injury. Darius Guy's out for the year with a torn ACL. Ronald Jones is now behind Peyton Barber on the depth chart. I still don't know who Peyton Oh, that's right. Barber we talked about this on Monday. Um, uh, Royce Freeman is, is probably going to start in Denver. Uh, but Rashad Penny for the, for the mm-hmm. Seahawks just had surgery on his finger. Poor Dennis. Our, our, our he'll boss, be, he'll be fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like it's, it's, yeah, things are starting to, to not look so great for that rookie running back class. Um, I, I do agree. If Zeke, if Zeke plays well and the offense runs well, then Dak will be efficient and we'll talk about how well he's playing mm-hmm. with these lack of wide receivers. Kirk Cousins. I think he's good. I think he's a winner. He's a hell of a competitor. Yeah, no. Is is this where this is where everyone He's, this that, is where it lost everybody? Has he played against Kirk Cousins? Well, look again. It comes down to scheme. Let's check Cousins with. I mean, I I I didn't. I don't believe I don't, it was listed. I don't believe he's listed. Um, but Cousins again with Sean McVay in Washington. Correct. Uh, and actually Kyle Shanahan also before then because Cousins was there. Because and, uh, and Shanahan he played, was there he when played, Cousins got He played there. well in 2017 when right. after McVay left, which is good. So the 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 truth is is that. Coaching matters. I do think that Cousins bails on plays way quick and 
his success rate in the red zone is almost non-existent. So those things matter. I don't think Cousins is a great quarterback at all. I think he is a mediocre, middle-of-the-road NFL quarterback. Uh, the fact that Kirk Cousins has, I'm not saying, I'm not going to say game the system because I fooled people to the point where he was franchise, played on the franchise tag twice and then just got $29 million, $28 million guaranteed a year. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I was in, like, I was like, no, 83. Right. I mean, he's like, he's like bordering on Matt Ryan territory in terms of, if you look at Matt Ryan's contract, it's like 150 million a year over five years, right? Yes. That's basically what Kirk Cousins I, got for five years. But he, right, exactly. I'm fully guaranteed. I mean, I don't know that there is a player in sports who is at his level who got more money. Right. He, it, relative to the, to the field, right? I don't, I just, and I say that. good for him. Um, <laughs> this, this, uh, I think good Russell. Good for Mrs. Cousins. I, seriously. And, and little cousins. I think Russell Wilson is good. I think he's just a really good leader too. Yeah. Absolutely. Hard, hard to agree with that assessment of Russell Wilson. This is where he kind of lost me a little bit. Big Ben Roethlisberger, I think he's decent at best. It's not Big Ben, it's Antonio Brown. Big Ben slings the ball a lot of the time. He just slings it, and his receivers go get it. He's a strong arm, but he ain't all that. I, I like He ain't all that. I played him twice last year, and he really disappointed me because you crushed him, Jalen. Well, yeah. He'll be in the Hall of Fame and all that. It's easy to say Big Ben stinks when you picked him we off. called him decent. 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 <laughs> Big Ben. Big Ben's like one of the like the greatest quarterback in Steelers history. Probably a top twenty. He's de- definitely a top twenty. Is he better than Bradshaw? Is he a better quarterback yeah, than yeah, Bradshaw? Yeah. Uh, the game has changed so much. I wouldn't put him ahead of Bradshaw. I, I will say that having not watched Terry Bradshaw, having I did so right. I watched Bradshaw. But I went back and did a Super best Bowl. deep throw I ever saw. That's what I was about to say. I went back and watched all a bunch of old Super Bowls for like a ranking the Super Bowl project mm-hmm. we did last year or the year before. And you watch Bradshaw, and you're like, man, yeah, like he is kind of he is a goober, total goober, and he his stats aren't there. No, but my God, he can wing a ball. You could not put Terry Bradshaw today because Bradshaw's completion percentage many times is under fifty percent. Right, right. Be, that guy would be out of football. They'd be, they'd be, he'd get blasted like Cam. Right. Yeah. Uh, but well, except with all the all they did stuff. was throw deep. Yeah, they just bombed it deep. Yeah. They would run, 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 throw, throw deep. deep. Yeah, I, actually, I, I, no problem. He'd be, he'd be Joe Flacco. Uh, a much better version of Joe Flacco. <laughs> what do you mean? No, yeah, no, it, and he had great receivers too, with Swan and Stallworth. Uh, you know, for the most part during his tenure, um, I would I would still say Bradshaw is the best quarterback, but Ramsey. And so you're I, saying Big Ben is decent? Uh, no, I think he's much better than decent, and I do believe he's going into the Hall of Fame. Oh, he's a lock. Um, but Ramsey's frame of reference is not all that. Deep with Ben Roethlisberger, and I think uh Ben has been the fluctuation in Ben Roethlisberger's game over the last few years, even while being great most of the time. The fluctuation is unbelievable. Ben ain't scared to lay a tur- uh, lay an egg. Oh, I'm a, I can say turd on my podcast. Yeah, Ben ain't scared to lay a turd. No, he's not. Like he's not afraid to go out there and throw three picks against Jalen Ramsey. Exactly, three pick sixes. Did so I get that. I get the, the, Ramsey's point. I disagree. He's not, he's much better than decent, but I do think that his fluctuation is all over the place. So the NFL uh, research thing that you referenced says that Ben had, was, oh, for, did he not throw a single? See, that's not no. right. He, he had five touchdowns. Oh, oh, that is just against Jalen Ramsey. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, mm, yeah, that's a good point. So against Jalen Ramsey last year in two games, including a, including a playoff game where he threw five touchdowns, uh, Ben, 
was 0 for 3 with a 56 passer rating against Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to blame Jalen Ramsey for, for I, thinking he stinks. I mean, and again, I'm just thinking about the games that Ramsey has played against him. And Jacksonville thumped Pittsburgh twice in Pittsburgh last year. Once during the regular season yes. and another time in the playoffs. Humiliated them in the regular season. Yeah, yeah that then, was a then, stunning and then, game. And then threw up a ton of points on him in the, in the, in the postseason. What about your boy, Blake Bortles? Well. <laughs> uh, uh, as, as Joe would say, about that. <laughs> I do like the fact that Ramsey said we don't really uh, practice against him in, uh, during practice so we <laughs> don't damage his There's so many different things. They say. He's like, Blake, do what he got to do. <laughs> like, what do you mean he do what he got to do? He's and not good. Blake he also, Bortles is He also good. used the phrase, uh, let's see, where is it? He used the phrase, that, that was what we asked him to do. Playoff Blake is good. People can say whatever, but playoff Blake is good. I mean, he had a good playoff Blake ran for 85 yards against the Bills. He had a very good playoffs. And frankly, he missed a couple of throws against the Patriots. Stephon Gilmore had one too that, yeah, early in the game, there were some opportunities for Jacksonville to, to really put the gas. Yeah. Down. And they yeah. couldn't do it and he couldn't do it. Yeah. So you saw the limitation there, but. But he played well against Pittsburgh. He and played, he played very well against well. New England. Like, and in both games. And yeah, he played okay against New England. There's, I, I just don't think that there's much more that he can do. Playoff Blake is decent at best, yeah. is, is, is the way we should Too do bad. that. Uh, Nick Foles, he won them a Super Bowl, so he's good enough to do that. He had a hella good team too, though. Yeah. I think Nick Foles, Nick Foles is a really good backup quarterback. I like how, I like how he has to reference it as, like people say Blake sucks, but he took us the AFC Championship game off strictly what he was asked of him. He can't bash Nick Foles because it's coming off the heels of a Blake Bortles discussion. Right. And I get that. That's fine. Um, Drew Brees. I'm a fan of Drew Brees. I think Drew Brees is really, I think Drew Brees is really good even at this age. He still runs everything. Hard to disagree. Drew Brees is a marvel to me. Drew Brees has never won an MVP award. That, those types of things can be overrated because you just, you never know when somebody just has. He's led the league in passing one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times in terms of passing yards, passing touchdowns, one, two, three, four. The as accurate a quarterback as I've ever seen. Owns the record for completion percentage yeah. in a single season. And they don't, I mean, 72, 72 last year. Last year they dumped, well, he, he dumped it off a lot. Last year they threw a lot out of the backfield to running backs. I think there was something like 700 and some odd of his yards passing yeah. came out of the backfield just to running backs. He, he, had, or, a, he had a or after down, the catch, right? He had a down year, and I'm doing air quotes here. He right. had a down year last year. I mean, yeah, 4,300 passing yards, 23 touchdowns, eight picks. He had to complete 72% of his passes. Great year, but it's like people are so used to just explosive breeze numbers, they, they kind of slept on it. By the way, completed 68.9% of his passes since 2009. He's, he's he's an incredibly accurate thrower, and he's got he still has a very good arm despite pushing forty. I don't see any reason why he's not going to play a couple more years. I mean, he's good enough, and yeah. I mean the the way he and Sean Payton work together. And I think Sean Payton's one of the best coaches uh, in the last twenty years in the NFL. I would not disagree. Two more guys from the 2012 NFL draft class, and we'll get out of there. Andrew Luck. I don't really think he's that good. How would he know? Yeah, he hadn't played against him. I mean, He'll get him Luck, twice this year. Right. I mean, Hopefully. I think Andrew Luck should sue the Colts. Sure. For malpractice Absolute and negligence. Malpractice. I, I, I can make the same argument for, argument for Cam Newton and the Panthers. You absolutely uh, can. But, uh, he didn't mention Cam in here. Matt Cam's so forgettable, but he hasn't played. 
They haven't played against Cam, mm. right? And the they luck thing, he's, luck. he hasn't played against Luck, but he's played against the Colts. True. Uh, so, I, I mean, I don't know how Jalen Ramsey can have an opinion on Andrew Luck unless he was going back and watching film of Andrew Luck, and well, then no, his no, opinion he, he would, would be trash. He would have played against him in 2015. Yeah, but that 2015. Or 2016. That Andrew Luck was physically compromised yeah. already. Yeah. True. So, true. I mean, so just, so hard. So, yeah, if you think that's Andrew Luck, then you're probably right. He's probably not that good. And then... Perhaps the most insulting one of uh, of all time. Uh, who's the Miami quarterback? Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> I don't know much about him. I haven't heard the greatest of stuff about him, but I don't know him personally, so I can't tell you. I don't watch their games either. Well, another guy that's been hurt, right? Yeah, so he right, has. I mean, yeah. again, but it's easy to overlook everybody on the Dolphins. It was what's interesting. They're in. I'm, I'm a Jets fan. They're in the Jets division. Uh, I could not name for you three players on their roster. No chance I could name three players on their roster. On the Dolphins roster? On the Dolphins Surely roster. And I know they have Ryan Tannehill. So I'll keep, I'll take one for Tannehill and I don't know anybody else on that team. You, you could name one of their wide receivers. Is, uh, is Grimes still on their, uh, no, he's not. He's on oh man, I, that's, uh, no, uh, I literally former, do not know. Former Louisville wide receiver, uh, went early. Um, don't, don't know. Devontae Parker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Xavier Howard. The now I have Devonte Parker. I have two. Kenyon Drake from Alabama. Don't know any of them. Played with. Uh, I don't Baker. know anybody on the team. Zach. Is Zach Thomas still there? <laughs> I, I was on a plane with Zach Thomas one time, and it was a really fun experience. Have I ever told you that story? No. How I like Zach Thomas, famous should be Hall of Fame linebacker. Was <laughs> I was sitting. It's right there. It's Brian Urlacher's end is pretty close. Um, he. I, I was one of those things. I was flying back from Fort Lauderdale, right, and flying to Raleigh, and I was trying to like, you know, you get the you get in the elbow space action. And I was, I was like, God, I was like trying to get the elbow space, you know, and I'm banging this arm to my side and it won't, it's like I'm slapping a brick wall with my elbow. And I finally just give up and I'm typing. He looks up and sees what's on my screen. He goes, are you a sports writer? I was like, yeah. He's like, I was like, Oh my God, you're Zach Thomas. And he was like, yeah. And he's like, I was like, what are you doing flying around? He's like, his son was going to visit uh, ECU. Really? Yeah. I think back before. I can't remember if Scotty Montgomery was there. It was a few years back, but I mean. Probably Ruffin McNeil. I think it was Ruffin, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, just an incredible 30 minute conversation with Zach Thomas about football. He's like, if you see Briscoe, tell him I said he's <laughs> terrible. Um, and actually there's one more in here. Uh, Philip Rivers, I think he's pretty good. Yeah. I, I'll agree with Jalen Ramsey on that. I Phillip think Philip Rivers is pretty good. Uh, there is probably no player in the NFL that I would rather see win a Super Bowl. Mm. Because uh, Philip Rivers will get the credit he deserves if he were were to win a Super Bowl. I don't think he will ever get that credit. Everything that's dumb about the Hall of Fame is encapsulated in Philip Rivers. Because if he won a Super Bowl, he would instantly be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I agree, but because of that, like, oh, I don't know. Phil never won a Super Bowl. So. He's there are enough comparisons favorably to Dan Marino without being as good as Dan Marino. Sure. Right. Sure. That's to me, that's what Philip Rivers. Funky motion fell in the people had questions coming in the draft. Hall of Fame conversations bother me. Right. Eli Manning as a Hall of Famer. Really? Okay. I don't see. I don't see it. I didn't think Kurt Warner was a Hall of Famer. Mm. I think Kurt Warner's career. uh, He had that. It's a storybook career. Incredible story. If there's a Hall of Fame. For stories, right. yeah, he's in it, right? And a and a tremendous I dude. I like sure Kurt Warner, but he had like what a four year run with the Rams, and then was nothing, and then had like a that got two booted for the Giants for Eli two or three year run with the Cardinals. Like that's it. That's mm-hmm. the guy we're putting in the hall. Very close to winning with the Cardinals. 
He does right. work for NFL Network. That helps. Yeah, him. I don't think it hurts. The uh, the Rams thing is weird because how can Marshall Falk and Kurt Warner be Super Bowl be Hall of Famers and not Torrey Holt and Isaac Bruce? Well, to, like, I, I think Torrey Holt will go in. Isaac Bruce will probably go in first, unfortunately. Torrey I don't. Bruce I think Torrey's better than Isaac. I think ultimately I that's the uh, Torrey Holt had the most receiving yards through nine years in, in any player in NFL history. More than Jerry Rice. Okay, we have to go to a radio show. And, okay. Uh, uh, well, I mean, we can keep talking, but I've I, they're going to yell at me because I'm over now. That this part now that I add the intro on, oh really? We'll be over. We'll be at forty minutes. This um, download, uh, down, download the podcast. Subscribe. Uh, the Pick Six podcast is great, even when I'm not on it. <laughs> Follow Adam Gold on Twitter at a Gold Fan. Listen to his radio show on 99.9 if you live in Raleigh, and if not, stream it on wralsportsfan.com. Real, one, one more, uh, one more. Uh, I've now done my due diligence right. in guiding us towards the radio show that starts the same. The Pick Six podcast is so good you can even listen to it when Costas is on. Wow, that yeah. is kind of you. Unfortunately, exactly. Nick doesn't listen, so he won't hear. Oh, man. <laughs> Talk to you guys tomorrow.